0: Welcome to Cruxcast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on CruxInvestor.com. So please subscribe. We talk today to Darren Lebrun. He's the CEO of Pure Gold Mining, a Canadian gold developer. They've recently raised a 90 million debt financing from Sprott. Prior to that, there was an equity raise of 47.5 million in July, their recent LSE listing, plus their production decision and planning, and of course how this affects retail investors. Hi Darren, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you? Not bad, not bad. We we spoke at the end of April. Uh, a lot of things have happened since then, a lot of good things have happened since then. Um, so why don't we kick off? Just give people new to this story one minute summary of what you're about, and then we'll kind of get into Some of these uh, exciting developments.
1: Yeah, so we're pure gold mining. Uh, Our our flagship asset is the Matson Red Lake mine located in Northwest Ontario. Uh, In February of this year, we completed a feasibility study that outlines an 800 ton per day underground mine with um, 1 million ounces in reserves at Mm -hmm. nine grams per ton, which makes it today the highest grade development project in Canada. Uh, recently, we announced a 90 million U.S. Uh, debt financing project finance package, which uh, puts us in a position today where we're fully funded for construction and anticipate uh, for first school poor by the end of 2020.
0: Great. Okay. Good, good. Good summary. Well, let's let's kick off with one of those things you just mentioned. I think it's the it's the, it's the big news of the day is the Sprott uh, debt financing. Can you tell us a little bit about how that breaks down? In fact, how did it come about? Because I know you listed on the LSE when we last you were talking about listing in the LSE. You were going to talk to both markets about raising some capital. Sprout have come along and just, uh, well, given you everything you want, haven't they?
1: Yeah, So we, we listed in London in May and, uh, you know, looking to satisfy the equity component of our, our project financing uh, with, uh, you know, ideally with a raise that was going to be supported by, by both the UK audience and the North American audience. Uh, in the end, uh, Sprout did come along with a Bok deal proposal and uh, the lead investor in that was Eric Sprout himself. So Eric took down uh, twenty million dollars of the forty-seven and a half million dollars that we raised, putting him as a ten-point-two percent shareholder of the company. Uh, we were able to draw in some UK participation. Uh, wasn't as much as we obviously had hoped for, but uh, certainly did see some support from the UK as well. And uh, you know, our, our listing in UK is, is still part of a you know a broader plan to increase liquidity and exposure for the for the company. Uh, so forty-seven and a half million dollars uh, raised in, in equity, and uh, and then we follow that up with a uh, a ninety million U.S. Uh, financing package, which is uh, broken down to sixty-five million dollar facility um, debt facility, and a twenty-five million dollar U.S. Uh, callable gold stream.
0: Right, and, and and so let's 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 break that. That's a lot of moving parts there. Okay, so the you're fully funded now, right? Is that correct? We are. Right. Okay. Yeah,
1: we're absolutely funded. You know, in fact, when you look at our initial capital requirement for the mine, it's uh you know 71 million US. Yeah. Uh, we've raised ninety million dollars in our facility plus the forty-seven and a half million dollar uh, equity raise. And so the 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 fantastic thing is we're sitting in a position right now where we are um, you know we're set to or first gold in uh, the end of next year, but we're still continuing to drill and continue to pursue a growth strategy for the company. And, and the financing that we've done has enabled us to to be able to pursue that as well.
0: So, so why take it down in this order? Why why forty seven and a half million equity? Why not less? It's less dilutive. If you, is that because you didn't know at the time, or you weren't engaged with Sprott at the time with regards to this this debt facility?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we we were well down a path uh, with respect to a, a project finance facility, but at the end of the day, we didn't really know what the uh, you know what the final outcome would be in terms of the the quantum uh, that we would raise, uh, the breakdown of how it would be raised, and so the forty seven and a half million dollars Canadian uh, gives us the most flexibility moving forward. You know, one of the things we, we want wanted to be able to do, and, and will be able to with this, is as I mentioned, pursue a you know fairly aggressive growth growth strategy. And so we do continue to drill on the property and, and we'll do so through the balance of the year, looking to increase resources in areas, uh, our new discoveries, uh, Wedge, Fork, across and South that weren't incorporated in the Feasibility Plan, looking to ultimately incorporate them. The other thing is, you know, with this, this financing is it gives us uh, you know, a lot of flexibility um, moving forward with respect to the, the project build. Um, no need for a cost overrun facility, given that we have you know, a fair bit of room in there with respect to the, the equity and, and debt components of the project finance package.
0: Right, so but hang on. So if I just look, if I look at the share chart, okay, it kind of makes for kind of sober reading. You know, you, as I said, when we spoke last time, you guys have got some, you know, some great, great numbers in there, but kind of the market didn't really care. And you are up from like from, I think we, when we spoke at 55, you're about 62, 63 today, but it, it's, it's hardly, it's not a lot of movement. Obviously, you've had a bit of dilution recently, but do you think, that it, this has just been about timing in terms of the equity raise, the way the, the, way the market was going. Obviously in the last two months, gold has, has moved considerably. Um, we'll see where it, where it goes. I mean d- if this had happened three months later, it was clearly would have been better for you or you know how do you assess what's gone on in the last three months re- re- around the financing?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, clearly we 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 can't really predict what direction the markets are going to go. Uh, you know, we we were happy to uh, to receive uh, you know a proposal from Sprott that included the equity investment by by Eric Sprott. You know, I see this as another sign of validation. You know, when you look at the company, we have uh, you know four marquee cornerstone investors. You've got uh, Gold Ashanti, which participated in the equity financing, maintaining their uh, pro rata position, so they're a fourteen percent shareholder. you have got uh, Eric Sprott now at ten percent. Uh, uh, you've got Rob McEwen at five percent, and you've got Newmont Goldcorp in there. So strong validation from two senior producers and and two you know mining titans, if you will. Uh, I can say you know when you look at uh, you know Eric Sprott and you look at Rob McEwen, they didn't you know they didn't buy pure gold to uh, to, to come in for the, the mine that we're planning to build. They they bought with the anticipation that it could be much larger, and that's certainly our view. You look at uh, you know some of the opportunities that, uh, that those two gentlemen have uh, been an integral part of uh, Goldcorp. Rob McEwen, founder of Goldcorp that company was launched really by the discovery of the high-grade zone deeper down in the Red Lake mine. And and similarly, when you look at uh, Kirkland Lake, which has been, uh, you know, highly successful, um, led by Eric Sprott, uh, the phosphoril the mine has really rekindled itself with deeper down high-grade mm-hmm. discoveries. We think that that same potential exists at Madison, and you know, the financing that we raised allows us to pursue a plan to, to demonstrate that.
0: Right. But coming at it from the perspective of, of a re- retail Net worth family office investor. Okay, I mean, we're looking at what the shares have been doing. You've been busy, you've um, got great grades, you've got a great project. Um, it's cheap in terms of the capex component to this, but the market just hasn't reacted in the way that you'd hope. I think we again we discussed that before with, the, with Eric Sprott kind of coming in now and Sprott themselves that coming coming into this. Do you think that's good for the institutional players here, or do you think there's room for retail to actually do well as well here? I mean, wh- wh- when's when's this thing going to pop? When's, when are people going to take notice? When's when's the share price going to move, and why?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we clearly think that we're we're undervalued. You know, I I have no doubt that there is a bit of a, an overhang with respect to project finance. And when you look at that typical you know mining investment curve. You know, often companies will stall as they go into a period of project finance into a construction period and ultimately start to generate cash flow where you, where you, you tend to re-rate. Uh, we, we think they're really, really unique in this scenario in that uh, you know, our project build is, is very short. And so we made it a decision to construct uh, last week and uh, we've got a 13-month project build. And and anticipate pouring gold by the second half of next year. And really, we see this as the best of both worlds because uh, not only are we are we moving towards cash flow positive, but uh, we have sufficient uh, you know financing and and funds in the treasury today to continue to drill, to continue to generate that that growth interest.
0: Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the feasibility study because if I look in chat rooms and forums, people are people are nervous about. The plan, and you know, can you tell them why they shouldn't be in terms of um, you know the the deep watering, access, rehabilitation, around those sorts of things. Why should they not be nervous about the plan that you guys have laid out here? Um, and because you know, because if I look back, at, you know, a lot of gold companies, their prices have popped. Golds at over fifteen hundred bucks. Yours has moved a little bit, but not a lot. Do you think there's this nervousness in the market about your plan?
1: Yeah. So let's 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 talk a little bit about that. Uh, let's talk about the resource first, and, uh, and and resource risk. When you look at our um, our project, uh, we've got more than a million meters of drilling that's gone into defining the resource. Mm-hmm. In fact, the average spacing between drill holes within the feasibility reserve is six and a half meters, which is which is absolutely incredible. I mean, I've never worked on a project with that kind of density of drilling. So from that standpoint, uh, you know, the the resource itself is is very well informed. Uh, this is a brand new mine that we're building. All of the development is 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 new. And so when you look at the uh, the initial capital requirement, um, you know, 95 million Canadian, uh, we've got about $31 million Canadian going into pre-production underground development. That's putting in new openings to to access the air body. Um with respect to um, you know dewatering, well that's that's a natural phenomena that, uh, that that every underground mine has to go through, and I don't see any particular risk associated with with that. Uh, at the end of the day, we've got uh, you know very high grade reserve, uh, nine grams per ton, a million ounces in in the what I would call the the, the starter mine, if you will, and uh, and a huge opportunity here for for additional resource and, and reserve development as as we um, as we push forward.
0: Right, and. But is what is the plan? What are you doing? This is a very big area you're dealing with here. This isn't one small asset. You know where everything is because you've done a lot of drilling. This is you, you've got a plan for a development of a whole entire area. So what are you focusing on?
1: Yeah. So this is. I mean, it is a big area, but we're talking to mine that, uh, that that's going to last for twelve years uh, in the base case. Uh, we've got new discoveries uh, near surface at Wedge Fork and Russell South that we think have the potential to impact. Uh, you know impact the mine uh, as we move forward and, and we continue to drill in those areas. Ultimately, we're looking at establishing, um, you know, and all of the access required to develop the mine. And so, we'll start with the existing ramp, which goes down 150 meters, and we're going to push that ramp downwards. Uh, we'll eventually start moving into access development for the first uh, stoping areas that will form the first part of our mine plan. And then in year three, we're going to incorporate the shaft. And so, what you ultimately see here is Men and materials accessing the mine via a brand new ramp system and uh, and then all of the uh, ore will be hoisted out of the shaft which gives you a real operational benefit um, so this is uh, you know it's a, it's a reasonable sized area but uh, it's an area that's uh, going to be developed over the course of twelve years and we think has has potential to go for much longer than that
0: right so, so the, the the plan will evolve over time as you, the more data you gather as well I guess. Um, so, do you, but you feel for right now you're fully funded. You've got enough margin in there for error, as we would say, um, to make sure that this thing gets into production towards the end of next year. You're good.
1: No, that's right. And let's not forget that this, uh, you know, our project has has a history. It operated successfully for thirty six years. Uh, you know, generated two point six million ounces of, of gold over that period at a grade of ten grams per ton. Uh, so, we have the benefit of a successful mining history and, uh, and, and we also conducted a test mining program last year where we, uh, we also achieved plus 10 grams per tonne in, in test mining. Within the two areas that we had planned to mine, uh, you know, reconciliation was fantastic. Uh, we were within 1% on our expected tonnes. Uh, we overachieved our grade and at the end of the day, we, we realised 13% more ounces out of those two areas. But one of the things that that test mining showed us. Is that uh, you know, with drilling out of the hanging and footwall, we we're able to to see better continuity in a, in a lower grade portion of the model, and ultimately we we're able to extract another fifteen hundred seventy five tons out of the area at a grade of um, eight point seven grams per ton, such that you know we actually achieve better than fifty percent more ounces than we expected in that area with that additional discovery. So you know, those those all go along. We do risking the existing infrastructure that we have in place, the million meters of drilling, very close density of drilling. Uh, it's all brand new development, fresh rock. These are this is a new ore body that sits well away from from any historical mining, and uh, and then we've we've, we've mined ourselves and achieved what we expected.
0: And and so you remind me again some of the the numbers. The IRR I remember was sort of plus thirty, it's thirty five, thirty six sort of level. What was the ASIC on this?
1: Uh seven eighty seven U.S. dollars per ounce.
0: Right. So again, a great ASIC on, on this. So the all, so all the figures that one would typically look at. On this project, are good. You've just been in this rather boring period, waiting through, waiting for project finance to come through. Um, but you think people should start paying attention now because you're moving to production, and it's sh- and it's quick production too. Let's not forget, there's a very small capex required for this, right?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, and our project obviously is very very highly levered to to gold. Uh, you know, all of our costs are in Canadian dollars. Uh, one of the things that quietly happened last week is we saw when uh, when gold hit fifteen hundred dollars per ounce uh, in Canadian dollar terms, across two thousand, which is an all-time record high in Canadian dollars. So when you look at our IRR um, and and after-tax NPV of the project uh, at our base case, which was twelve hundred seventy-five dollars per ounce, uh, you know our our, our NPV is two hundred fifty million dollars today. It's four hundred million. And so you can see the impact of the rising Gold price. And we think that we've got a project here that we're, we're perfectly timed to deliver into the market.
0: Well, you and a lot of other Gold companies at, at, at the moment feel, feel that way. and you know, We need Gold to sustain, right? Um, okay. That, that's really interesting. Can we just, just finish off on, um, thank you for the summary, first of all. Can we just finish off on the entry into the LSE, obviously, you, you did that for a purpose to kind of get out there and start talking to and have uh, you know new investors see this story because the Canadian market was slightly frozen. Um, how's that gone for you?
1: Yeah, so uh, we're really excited about uh, you know our secondary listing on the main market of, of the London Stock Exchange. Uh, we've got a you know a bit of work ahead of us to continue to to. Uh, broaden the exposure, generate interest, and generate liquidity. I'm, you know, happy to say, uh, we were chatting earlier. Uh, we've traded 500,000 shares on the London market today, which is mm. which is a new milestone for us. And uh, you know, we're committed to it, and we'll we'll continue to 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 try and develop exposure for pure
0: gold in our project. So that's great about the what, what's going on with the LSE. I mean, how, how's trading overall?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been uh, trading a lot of volume here over the last couple of weeks. In fact, we've traded about 25 million shares. So, you know, I, I think we've had a bit of an overhang with respect to the financing, but I think we're setting a new floor here and we're really ready to break out.
0: So you've got, you got two lots of marketing needing to go and you've got marketing in uh, Canada, marketing in London, um, and you're committed to that? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So re- retail is important to you?
1: Uh, you know, all of our shareholders are important to us. Uh, Retail's, is uh, you know, a key component of, of our shareholder base and, and will continue to be so in the
0: future. Thanks very much for today. really enjoyed that uh, conversation. Thanks for the update.
1: No, Thank you very much. Uh, you I know, appreciate the opportunity to uh, you know, talk about our project and uh, appreciate uh, you know, the line of questioning. You, you've taken a lot of care to, to go in depth and, and ask questions uh, about our project that might not otherwise be uh, you know, brought to light and so I appreciate the opportunity to respond. Thank you.